recently, I always thought that I always thought that I was starting my entrepreneurship journey when I first started my podcast, or at the very least, in those at least couple of weeks prior to that, like that summer, this most recent summer, summer of 2023 is when I thought that I had started my entrepreneurship journey. But I've been doing this, I've been really taking storytelling seriously lately. And in this book, The Power of Personal Storytelling, he gives actionable steps at the end of every single chapter. So he gives like an exercise to do at the end of every single chapter. And I told myself I wasn't going to move on to the next chapter until I complete the actionable step because I have a tendency to be addicted to reading. I told my friend this over the summer and that was the first time I'd ever like said that. And that was the first time I came to realize that I was addicted to reading because I was into reading so much over the summer that I didn't even take action. I was just reading, reading, reading. And I told him I was addicted to reading. So I said, I'm not going to read until I get 10 leads. At the time, I was working on a lead magnet and a funnel. So, and I, I failed. <laughs> Over the summer, I did fail that quest. I failed within like two days. So it was not that, it was, I didn't even try, to be honest. And so I'm like asking myself like, what do I need to do to take action? Now, lately, taking action has been a lot easier and I've been a lot better at it because I am actually passionate about what I'm doing now. Whereas before, I wasn't really sure what I was trying to do. I was just kind of aimlessly doing whatever I wanted. But now I'm pretty confident that this is what I'm going to be doing for months to years to come. And what I'm, so coming back to the story, I thought that I began my entrepreneur journey last summer, like six, seven months ago. But like I said, I've been doing a lot of exercises for storytelling. And one of the exercises was to try and remember your childhood. So lately over the past week, I've been pondering my childhood a lot and I came to a lot of conclusions and I came to a lot of epiphanies and I learned a lot of things that I talked about over the past couple episodes but what I want to talk about today is I didn't just start my entrepreneurship journey I have been an entrepreneur my entire life and oh shoot I was gonna I I wrote down all of the things all of the things that I did throughout my life as an entrepreneur on a sheet of paper upstairs. It's in my journal upstairs, and I was going to bring it down here and read them all to you, but I forgot, and I already started recording. So I'm just going to try and remember. Pretty much the first thing that I can really remember doing as an entrepreneur was when I was in like elementary school, My I was really into makers, which is like donut maker, ice cream maker, and then like all the different makers. So we like me and my sister saved up money and we convinced my mom to buy us a bunch of makers. And this one maker in particular, well, actually, 
before I even started this, let's go back. The original entrepreneur journey that I had was a lemonade stand. Classic, right? Everyone has that. I remember setting up a table in front of my house right next to the sidewalk and just sitting there for hours waiting for people to walk by. And we probably made like $40 total over the course of like a lot. We like we were sitting there for hours. It was not a very good business model. And we we did that for days also. We didn't just do that once. We did that a lot. And so and then we got into makers. Like I said, we got into like donut machines, ice cream machines, all kinds of making machines. And my specialty was donut machine. So what I ended up doing was I got really good at making donuts. I found a good recipe and I started making them a lot. And we would eat them and I would give them to like my parents to sample. And it was like this tiny donut machine. It was like it didn't make full-size donuts. It made the shape of a full-size donut, so like the circle, but it was like the size of a munchkin. So it's like smaller than my fist, but the size of a donut. So it's like a circle. But So I get good at making these, and this one summer is uh, my friend's block party. So I'm like, I see an opportunity here. I see an opportunity to make money. And I my friend invites me to his block party and I decide to make a bunch of donuts. So me and my friend make a bunch of donuts and we like stock it all up and we bring them to the block party because bring the goods to the market. And we brought all of these donuts and we like walked around and tried to sell. We made like we made like one or two sales. It was pretty slow. And then we dis- we found something. We found someone. We found our hyperactive buyer. He was someone who came right up to us and then bought like three donuts. And then we're like, oh, do you want more? And then he like went back to his parents to get more money and he came back for more. And we're like, oh, do you just want to buy everything? And so we sell him he sells us out. Like he bought our entire stock of donuts. So we probably made a decent amount of money that day, like $40. It's a lot for a elementary school kid. And so we make these donuts, we sell it out. That was like my first instance of, or that was one of my earlier instances of entrepreneurship. And I have lots of different times I I, like I said I listed out all of the things that I could remember and it took up the entire page so like a few of them that I can remember right now are freshman year during COVID I wanted to get rich online like everyone did and so I was trying to learn how to code a game I wanted to my thing at the time was I thought that I could it would make me a lot of money to program a game. So that was what I was into. I, I like did a lot of research on how to program and what were the best programming languages. And I ended up deciding C sharp was the one that I wanted to do. And at the time I only had a Chromebook, a school Chromebook. I didn't have a computer or anything. I had an Xbox, but that's 
that's nothing. Like, that's not going to work for this. So I had to, basically, I figured that I was planning on getting a PC soon because I had some money saved up. And this was actually one of my early reasons why I got my PC. It's the one right there, the one that I have on my desk. And so I save up all my money for this PC. And I, I realized that this is not a limiter like the fact that I don't have a PC is not a limiter because I can still learn all of this stuff on my Chromebook. And so what I do was this was during the pandemic. And so we're in e-learning and we're also in hybrid. So my school during my freshman year had a hybrid thing. So we would go online for most of our classes, but then for like a third of the time we would be in the building. And so I, I just remember sitting in my study hall in the back, literally just scribbling notes, learning about programming on my journal, on my notebook. And so that's basically what I did. And I, it, it didn't really get very far because I like lost mo I lost like, mo I don't, I think it was just cause lack of discipline and lack of like true passion for it. And then I did a lot of different things. So one of the big things I can remember also is in middle school, I would, um, I wasn't, the rule in my household was we had to pay for our own lunch if we wanted to get hot lunch at school. So we had to pay for it with our own money. But my mom would go shopping for food if we so she would pay for food if we packed our own lunch and me being lazy I didn't want to pack my own lunch and also it was a point that the the school hot lunch was really good at least at the time and so I figured out a solution I was like oh okay well I want the hot lunch but I don't get it for free like I I'd have to pay for it myself like I wouldn't get it paid for by my parents but then I identified that a lot of my friends got their parents to pay for their hot lunches for them. And then I also figured out what they wanted that I had. So they wanted snacks. They wanted chips. They wanted like applesauce packets. They wanted all kinds of snacks. And they didn't have that. Their parents wouldn't buy that stuff. But my parents did. My mom would buy like the big, big box from Costco of, of like chips, of snacking chips, like hot like Doritos Lay's all that stuff um she would also buy like applesauce packets that I could trade so I basically made a bunch of deals I would bring a bunch of applesauce packets and a bunch of chips with me to school and then in the early days I would walk around trying to find customers I would literally just walk around with my chips and my applesauce packets Right at the end of the hot lunch line, like right when they got their food, I'd be like, hey, do you want to trade like two chips for your lunch? And I made a lot of deals. I remember like a lot of times I never went hungry, by the way. I never I would only bring chips to school and I didn't like chips, so I wouldn't eat them myself. I made a risk every single day to rely on my customers to pay for me 
like to allow my customers to provide lunch for me because I didn't like chips. I didn't eat them. I didn't like them and they were gross to me. So every single day I always made a deal. Like I would always get a lunch. Now, some days I got a lunch for like one chip and other days I had to trade like three or four chips depending on like other people's desires at the time. And I built up a clientele. I remember at my the peak of my business, I had like two or three regular purchasers. So every single day I would bring like, I, I had a deal with them. I had like a regular guaranteed rate with them. So I, I would trade like two chips for one lunch guaranteed every single day, which the normal price was one chip per lunch for other people. But since these guys were my regular, I paid them more. So it was like a whole thing that I had going on. And then sometimes other people would just see that I had chips and they'd offer me money and I'd take it. And it was this whole like whole thing. And I remember at the end of the year, I had to clean out my locker and there was literally mice in my locker and like a bunch of chip dust everywhere because like a bunch of chips exploded. It was not a good sight. And there was actually a mouse that ran out of my locker when I opened it. So that was that. Um, that like that was one of my, uh, another of my entrepreneur endeavors. Um, and also I got pretty good at that. I went on a, this was all during middle school, by the way. I went on a field trip to, it was like a overnight field trip over the weekend to a amusement park, to Cedar Point. It was out of state. So we had to drive all the way down. And we did it because it was like, a, we were in a competition. We played the competition and then we went to the amusement park and I just remember my mom gave me like $40 for the whole weekend, which would provide like all of my food. And I did pack a lunch also. So I really, it was just $40 for just the park, which is a lot of money because I mean, the park food is expensive. So I remember I went to the park and I bought all of my food that I wanted. I, I did not hold back because I was given $40. So I bought like a big, massive, nice burger. I bought a bunch of other like fruit, fries, all kinds of stuff. I like pretty much spent nearly all my money. And at the end of the day, I remember I only had like 10, maybe $10 left. And what I did was I was like, okay, I see an opportunity here. A bunch of people on the bus ride home are going to want a snack, but they're not going to have any money because they're going to, they probably all spent all their money already. So I can take, or not, okay, no, no, not that. They probably didn't realize that they're going to have to sit in a bus ride without any food. And they probably saved a bunch of money for the bus ride home, which wasn't until the next day. But I was going to take advantage of the fact that everyone was tired from an entire day of playing our instruments we played in a competition in the morning and then we went to an amusement park in the entire afternoon and we didn't leave till like late at night and so I was going to take advantage of a, a, a bus full of tired middle schoolers that want like food and they all have money because they save they save it for the bus ride home which they're going to have to pay for food on the way home so 
and I had like $10 left. So what I did was I went to the store, like the candy shop, and I bought these like gourmet Starburst. Um, oh, high chews. They're called high chews. And they're basically like Starburst, but like gourmet and fancy. That's what I like to think of them as. And I buy like a few packs of these and there was, I like walked around the bus. Think of a coach bus. Like, is that what it's called? It's like a nice bus. Like, you know, the buses that have like recliners and have nice seats and then there's an actual bathroom in the bus also. That was the bus we were sitting at. So I was walking up and down the aisles, like basically advertising the product and not really many people wanted it. But there was one dude that really wanted it. He was like, give it to me for free. Give it to me for free. I really want it. Like, he really wanted it. But I held off. I didn't give him anything for free. And eventually, he broke down and he bought my entire supply. And I was not cheap with it. I was selling for $1 each. Each tiny little packet. So, you know a Starburst? Like, that tiny, like, the Starburst is about the size of your thumb. I was selling each haiju for $1. So tiny little things. I was overselling extremely. And this guy bought me out. And I ended up coming home. um, I left for that field trip with $40. And I remember coming home with like $37 and like 23 cents. So that was another very successful entrepreneur endeavor. And then another thing that I was working on... uh, Last winter was trying to figure out how to code websites because I thought I wanted to build my own business online, but I didn't want to have to outsource for a website builder. And I wasn't aware of like ClickFunnels or anything like that. I just thought that it you'd have to build it yourself if you want it actually done how you want it. And that was that went well for like a month. I actually got pretty decent at building websites. Like I could actually style it pretty well. And I was practicing at school also, like on my school Chromebook, there was a website. It was like code dev or I don't, I don't know what it's called, but I I forgot what it's called, but I was using that and I was basically able to code an entire website from that, um, that website on my Chromebook. So uh, that was another entrepreneurial endeavor. And eventually I kind of realized that that was kind of dumb. And now I'm focused over the summer. I started focusing on the podcast and I realized that no one's going to discover me just on the podcast. So I wanted to focus on YouTube shorts and TikTok. And then I realized that I wasn't really, I didn't really want to target those people like those weren't really the people like the people watching my youtube shorts and tiktoks were not really the people that i wanted to target and also it wasn't really building the type of relationship that i wanted to build like long form builds a much more intimate relationship than just like a two 20 second tiktok and eventually i decided to just go all in on the long form on youtube and just making the best video every single day. And that's a whole story on how I came to that conclusion, which I haven't actually worked out that story in my head yet, but 
the one of the big changers was after I made like my third episode, I went on a vacation to the Dominican Republic and I was thinking to myself, how can I like what what how can I move this YouTube channel? Like where do I want this YouTube channel to go? And I, the one of the biggest epiphanies that I came down that I wrote down in my journal was just make videos that I would actually watch. Like make videos that I would actually watch. Cuz at the time I was extremely selfish. I was not really spending that much time and I was just putting out a bunch of garbage. Like all those like literally every single podcast episode like the first 100 so podcast episodes were all garbage. And even like these recent podcast episodes I don't consider very good because I just see them as practice. I am this podcast is purely practice for me. Like I'm literally just practicing all of my techniques for the YouTube channel. So I'm not really worried about the podcast, but the early, like the first three YouTube videos were really trash. And then once I made the mediocrity is not your role model, that was like the first video that I actually spent like a decent amount of time on. I spent 15 hours on that one. And then ever since then, I've spent more than 15 hours on every single one. So that's like the story. And it was all because... I don't know, but there was something I wanted to bring this all connected to. I don't know that I went on a huge tangent. I just wanted to say all of the entrepreneurial endeavors that I went on and how I didn't actually realize that I was an entrepreneur all my life and do like pondering my childhood has been very valuable for me because I'm getting way more confidence over myself because I always thought that I was wasting my life until like sophomore year. I always thought that my entire 15 years, the beginning, the first 15 years of my life, I always thought it was just a waste. And if you think that way, then that is a huge confidence destroyer because then you only have three years of experience while everyone else has their age, like 18 25, 50 years of experience. Well, I only had three years of experience, but now pondering my childhood and finding all the value behind my childhood, like what I just went through today about my entrepreneurial journeys is an extreme confidence boost because now I reclaim all of those 15 years that I lost because I decided that I was wasting my life, even though I wasn't really wasting my life. 